Well, every Wednesday on High Noon, it's Hooks Books, where I pop across to Susan Walsh in Dubray's bookstore on Grafton Street. This week, Susan took me on a tour of crime fiction around the globe. This is kind of was conceived by our colleagues in Black Rock. They put together all their favourite crime novels and they picked one or two authors from different parts of the world. Right, where are you going to start? We're going to start in Scandinavia because Scandinavian crime is just the mother of them all. Like it was, uh, it has become a huge genre, especially thanks to Stieg Larsson and his his Millennium series, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Um, it was the first one. It was it's an excellent example of Scandinavian crime. It's dark and morally complex, grim murders, cold, snow-filled landscapes, um, but very compulsive reading and absolutely no happy endings. It's not your cosy Hugo books that. We were talking about last week. Now, now you mentioned Scandinavia. I mean, specifically where? Well, it's like Larson's in Sweden, but you see an awful lot of novels coming from. I will include Iceland and Denmark, you know, but uh, they're all a kind of. A ch- what about my friend Mankell? Henny Mankell is absolutely huge and you're one of your favourites I know uh, Joe Nesbo as well is another great one Hakanesser is another one you definitely enjoy I'd really recommend them Alright, uh, you you're probably going to warmer climes now you're heading south somewhere are you? I think definitely something a little warmer but no less menacing so I thought we'd look at Italy next so in Italy you've got of course mafia dons, pimps and ruthless killers um, but the detectives tend to have a little bit more class um, they love a good mystery and they absolutely love talking about food. Um, so one author I picked out on the shelf here is uh, Donna Leon, for example, and her ca- character um, is Police Commissioner Brunetti and they're all set in and around Venice. And it, you can actually go on Brunetti tours now in Venice and the novels even give rise to a Brunetti cookbook, you know, so it's all very part of the setting and the scene, Italian food. Now, this, this we, you know, we started with a Scandinavian a Swedish book and now we're at an Italian book. Presumably they were written in the original language. Well, Don Leon is actually American, so they're written in English. Ah. Um, it's interesting, those books, I mean, they're a huge success. There's, they've been translated all over the world, but actually never into Italian at her request. Um, I'm very curious to know why, but maybe <laughs> she didn't want her neighbours reading her work in Italian. Um, like Andrea Camilleri is another really great Italian, and they're written, they're written in the original Italian and translated. Um, or Michel Guterri, who was actually the Florence head of, he was head of the Florence Police police force and they're all written in Italian and translated. Because Mankell is is actually the only um, Scandinavian author I've read believe it or not, the last Italian author I read I think was Julius Caesar uh, in Caesar's Gallic Wars in the original Latin so I'm not really up on Italian fiction so you better bring me somewhere where I'm up on it Okay, well what about France? We know you love France who doesn't, um, there's a couple there I'd love to pick out. One is Fred Vargas. Now, she's actually a pseudonym for French archaeologist, and they're set in Paris, and her new book, A Climate of Fear, is a double murder made to look like a suicide, and the characters are actually linked back to Iceland, so you get a bit of both. (laughs) Now, France, you'll have to remind my ageing brain, but I know we do have a common author who particularly writes about uh, World War II in France. What's his name? Alan, Alan. 
Alan First. Alan First. It's yeah. F-U-R-S-T. Yeah. And he started brilliantly, didn't he? Some of his early books are magnificent, set in World War II. And he kind of went downhill a bit, didn't he? But wouldn't you recommend Alan First uh, as, as a, a writer of, of French fiction as such? Absolutely. Like, you know, they're, they're great World War II thrillers. Um, we're looking at the crime books here at the moment. I'd definitely love to talk about the World War II novels at some, some other time because we could talk about a whole show about Alan First, I think. <laughs> I'm over in Dubray Books with uh, Susan Walsh, the marketing manager, and we're looking at crime novels around the world, having zipped from, from Scandinavia through Italy to France. Uh, although we, there was a great French fellow, do you remember? Uh, Georges Simenon, was it? Is that how you pronounced it? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I've always pronounced yeah. it myself. When you read these authors' names. But his names. detective was called what? Maigre. Maigre, yes, of course, yes. yes. Now, so, I would have read him and I would have watched the great television series and all that. So, so I'm not bad on this continental no. uh, stuff, really. I'm probably a bit aging, but not bad. Well, George Simeon still sells all the time. I mean, Maigre has been called the father of European detective fiction, so I think you could even credit Cy Larson and everything and follow in his footsteps. But what I like about the European authors is there's crime, but like particularly, say, the French guy or the Italian guy, it's interesting you mentioned about Leon talking, uh, Don Leon talking about food and so on. I love the way that you can almost, and I think this is a great thing about books and why uh, children should read, the whole idea of imagination because now you get a sense I'm in France and he's got you walking down Champs-Élysées or you know crossing the bridge from in Malmo I think it is in Sweden over over to Denmark for instance you know and you haven't been in these countries but your imagination is which is the whole point about books and which makes me so excited okay yeah. move from France to where move from France I think to Japan let's go really far flung and um, because there's one book that came out this year and it was just a phenomenon um, this it's called 6-4 by Hideo Yokoyama and my colleague down in Galway Maeve was the first one to read it and was recommending it like crazy to us all um, it was such a publishing event in Japan that it sold a million copies in the first six days. Yeah, but there's a lot of Japanese out there. It's pretty easy to sell a million books. Like A million books in Japan is like 10,000 in Ireland. I tell you, it's not far off that mark in the sales in Ireland and England. <laughs> I definitely right. more crime. It's kind of police procedural, um, it's part political intrigue, part thriller. So he's basically not afraid to shock uh, his audience with some really great plot twists so a bit of a different market than the Ishiguro I think but I think you would enjoy it it's a long book but it is very gripping well, and very compulsive reading well it's very thick Palamine reads books based on their weight and he thinks they're only good if they weigh a lot a book is as good as it's, I think it's as long as it needs to be. You know, it's all right. Six four by uh, Yokoyama. One last country for you to go to. Where are you going to go? I think we have to go to America. If you're going to talk about crime novels, <laughs> where else? <laughs> it was surprising when I started looking out to see what novels were crime novels set in New York. There was surprisingly few. Yeah. L A is where it's at, um, because the first person I spoke thought about, of course, here we've got Michael Connelly, who's got a great character in Harry Bosch. You seen him in the movies and there's a series of books there's a new one coming out just next week i mean he is just going to be but this Connolly is an interesting name from the point of view of a bookseller because there's another Connolly as well who has another 
character who's a retired cop, I think. Isn't that right? You're talking about John Connolly. John Connolly, yes. yes. An Irish author, but set in uh, around Maine and Boston. And his uh, character is Charlie Parker. And they're very a bit scary. Um, but, uh, they, you know, he was a retired cop, but also and became a PI. Um, that series has spawned a whole list of them. Well, Susan, why I like John Connolly is I know New England very well. I know New England better than Los Angeles, so when he's writing about Maine, I know it, you know, and, and uh, I've had lobsters in Maine, believe it or not, which you should do. But uh, we, we had to finish in America where it's all started. Uh, shame that we didn't actually, of course, go down uh, down the west end of London or Bow Lane or something, you'll probably have one coming up just as... Give me a quick name and a title. Robert Galbraith, better known as J.K. Rowling. (laughs) (laughs) Can't miss it. Her uh, series of crime novels are absolutely fantastic, very entertaining. She just doesn't... She doesn't do just Harry Potter. These are great crime. Well, I haven't read J.K. Rowling, so I probably won't read Robert Galbraith. You would love them. I would really recommend them. Right. And listen, I'm making great progress on Alan Cummings' searing autobiography. It is searing stuff. I know it's been on your shelves for years, but still sells. But it's magnificent. Good. I'm glad to hear it. It's been highly recommended by all my colleagues here. <laughs> Susan Walsh at Dubray. Thanks for the tour around the world. Who knows what will come next with, with Hook's books?